to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, a podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I am Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Five or better is uh, preferred, um, but, you know, whatever you want to give us, uh, that's five is, is also good. And hey, tell your friends. Uh, also, if you want, feel free to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And with that out of the way, today we are continuing our rewind of season two of Jessica Jones with episode three titled AKA Soul Survivor, which originally uh, dropped on Netflix on March 8th of 2018. And as usual, here's our rundown of the episode. Jessica does a lot of investigating this episode. She receives an eviction notice uh, from her building's new superintendent, who we find out is worried that Jessica attracts trouble, so she investigates him and finds out that he's on parole. She also investigates and finds the name of Leslie Hansen in the abandoned IGH building. Her investigation leads her uh, to find that Hansen was a doctor at the hospital where Jones was taken following the accident that killed her family. Jessica and Trish uh, investigate uh, this to find uh, Hans' apartment empty and discover a charred human head in the basement. Trish uses her radio show to investigate further by asking the public for information on Hansen and receives a call from Dr. Hansen herself. Jess won't, meet, won't let Trish meet with her and goes uh, in her stead. During the meeting, uh, her investigation skills allows her to get Hansen to tell her that Jessica died after the accident, but was brought back to life by IGH. The superpowers were a side effect. Jessica says uh, saving her life was a mistake. This angers Dr. Hansen, who escapes to using uh, similar super strength to Jessica's. DNA analysis shows that the charred head belonged to the to the real Leslie Hansen. So that who that person was is cause for more investigation. Also, at some point, it's revealed that Hogarth is diagnosed with ALS, and her law firm uh, partners plan to buy her out based on a clause in their contracts. So Jess agrees to investigate the other partners to find the blackmail material for for Hogarth. I'm I'm sorry, I undercut your gasp because I had another bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I I wasn't sure. Um, I I really like the uh that you noticed how much investigating she she did. Like I completely missed out on that. Um, it's it's nice to actually see her do her job. I have no yeah. idea how much of this uh, she's going to be paid for. I mean, I guess from Hogarth. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, <very little> like ninety eight percent of her investigations are pro bono, either for herself, actually all for herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Before we discuss more of her investigations, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! You are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? All right, Al. What's your fast fact? Uh, So the one that I have is more of a PSA, I guess. Uh, So there's a point in this episode where uh, Jessica needs to uh, essentially hack into a computer system, right? She uh, needs to log into a computer to Mm -hmm. create a entry so that way they can trick the coroner into uh looking into the uh the charred skull that they found um and she gets it because she sees a username password on a post-it so the psa is don't do that ever uh no matter what uh and then little little anecdote uh so like god what was it five years ago something like that uh hawaii sent out a warning to everyone living in 
in Hawaii saying that there was a, a missile attack coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, thankfully that was a, you know, false. Um, but uh, afterwards there were a bunch of pictures that they, they took inside, you know, just showing like, Hey, this is what it looks like working here. And even they had uh, post-its on the monitors with username passwords. And so people got those online. I hope they've been changed. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I remember uh, the movie Ready Player One. That's how they foiled the bad guy was he wrote his post note, uh, a post note with his password on it. And the good guys found it like, <sighs> yeah, 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 it's a problem that'll never go away. No matter nope. what. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why we need abolish pens and post notes. You know what? I'm in. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then in the future, uh, all criminals, all cyber criminals will have um, uh, chisel and tablets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not digital tablets, just a chisel and a tablet. That's actually yes. better. Yeah, a, a slab of rock. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Um, so our title, uh, Soul Survivor, uh, kind of obvious this week, thank God. It says on her family's accident report that Jessica was the sole survivor. So, mm-hmm. cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, I think Hogarth also said she's the only one left in her family. Uh, so, she's yeah. the sole survivor of her family. Or, I think Actually, she just said her dad died of something. Mm. Yeah, her dad died of something and she was estranged from her family. So, right. yeah. In my mind, Actually, that's the, the, the dad <laughs> thing, I think t- they talk about next episode. Ah, damn, I missed. All right, sorry. <laughs> um, we've got Doctor Maynard Tybalt, the hypnotherapist. Um, to give the actor a little credit, uh, Ben Van Bergen, uh, his nerd cred. Uh, he played the bookstore customer in Fringe, but his character is what's more important. He is secretly a supervillain in the comics. He is the Ringmaster, uh, evil hypnotist who premiered in Incredible Hulk number three. Back in May of 1962. So, he, yeah, third ever issue of Incredible Hulk. He was a villain. Wow. Man. Uh, Can't wait to see this guy show up later. Yeah, right? Uh, he fought... He has actually a long history. He keeps popping up frequently. Oh. Uh, he fought the Hulk, Daredevil, two Spider-Men, both Peter and Miles, Spider-Woman, Daredevil, two Hawkeyes, both Clint, Clint and Kate, uh, Scarlet Witch, and actually an issue I read... <laughs> He tried to hypnotize oh. Scarlet Witch and it went very poorly in her 2016 solo series. <laughs> and most hi- hi- humiliatingly, he lost to Howard the Duck. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. He is, I mean, I'm sure you look at any supervillain, with exception like Thanos or D- Doctor Doom, and they have the most embarrassing defeats. <laughs> Yeah, that that's true. Oh, I mean, okay. To be fair, I mean, I don't, I don't know much about Howard the Duck and like what he does in the comics. I, I mm-hmm. have no idea what he's up to. Uh, but considering he's still around, and I guess he ends up on adventures, he, he's he's racked up some experience. I guess he knows how to defeat a supervillain or two. So I guess it makes sense. I'm curious what to... what his count is too. Like, who else has he beaten? Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean. I should have known back when we covered Howard the du- when I covered Howard the Duck, um, the <laughs> movie. Because the only Howard the Duck experience I have is that film, eh, film that uh, flick, <laughs> and uh, I read one issue of Howard the Duck, which was a tie-in to the Civil War comics, where 
he wasn't a normal human, but they wouldn't claim him as a superhero. So he was like legally non-existent and he was just chill because he never has to pay taxes again. Or so we thought. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, Howard is in the MCU. I hope he gets a, um, a special presentation or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, at this point, maybe he'll, actually show up and have a scene or two in uh in guardians of the galaxy volume three we'll see yeah yeah i mean the trailer's out we could talk about the trailer uh we know that we've got rocket we've got mm-hmm. cosmo that we see in the trailer mm-hmm. the space dog and we got... also showed up in the first guardians oh shoot dude it didn't even occur to me they have that whole planet of humanoid people i mean from the high evolutionary so yeah Howard the Duck could be prominent in this. I'm very excited now. If Howard the Duck's not prominent, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean the whole planet from the High Evolutionary? What? Oh, I mean, we don't know that's from the High Evolutionary. So they go to that planet that looks like Earth, except for they're all human-animal hybrids. Uh, remember when uh-huh. Drax like hits the kid? <laughs> and that's actually a planet in the comics. The High Evolutionary has a bunch of human-animal uh, hybrids. Uh, oh, okay. Boba, gotcha. I, I was just thinking mm-hmm. the cow raised or helped. I can't remember if he raised a cow human hybrid, either raised Pietro and Wanda, or maybe it was Wanda's kids. I can't remember which ones, but it's like from the high evolutionary tie in stuff. So, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I, so, I was just assuming that Howard the Duck would be in the background on, on nowhere. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. That's true. That's that's what happened with Cosmo. And then Cosmo, I'm assuming, will have a decent amount of screen time in uh, Volume Three. Yeah, I mean, he made the poster. <laughs> she, she's a girl. I always think mm-hmm. of Cosmo as a boy, which, like, even the comics and stuff. So when I play the Guardians of the Galaxy video game, and Cosmo is pretty prominent in that, it keeps throwing me off. <laughs> oh. Well, it's the name, right? Yeah, you know, in, in Spanish, an O is the the masculine version, and the A. Yeah. Is the the feminine version? I think. That's true. I also uh, think of Cosmo Kramer, Kramer's first name in Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on with our uh, fast facts. Uh, Vito's action figure is Captain America, and he says he lost his shield. This is around the time, or I mean, this is prime time when Cap isn't Cap. He has no shield, and he's essentially nomad. So I think that's a tie-in there. Uh, also, <laughs> tangential tie-in, uh, Jessica says, uses the phrase Cloak and Dagger, which in 2018, the show Cloak and Dagger will be coming out, which we'll be covering eventually. So, also, probably not uh, really tie-in, but I'm going to claim it. Okay, yeah, that seems fair. I mean, it is a common phrase that's used, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> and then finally, Foggy's in this. <laughs> Woo, Foggy! Alright, uh... You ready to move on to our hero? Yeah. Let's spend 40 minutes talking about her and then 20 minutes on everything else. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. A for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. 
Heroes your word, not mine. Uh, so moving on to, you know, the MCU's very own Sarah Silverman, Jessica Jones. This comedy just just keeps on rolling. Uh, because they start by hiding Simpson's body in the ocean. <laughs> or at the beach. Uh, I, I, I guess the ocean. I mean, she, she threw the body an indeterminate amount of miles from the beach. Do you think she's strong enough to throw it miles? I know she's strong, but is she that strong? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Um... I mean, also, the longer it's in the air, the longer there's a chance of someone seeing it. It's uh, <laughs> true. So, uh, so she's no spinning around, and essentially, it's not a shot put where you where you swing that thing, but essentially, shot putting a body, and it's broad daylight. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. So let's let's say let's say she, she let's say half a mile. What is that? A little over two thousand feet, twenty three hundred feet. Um, sure. Okay, what is that in meters? Or one, one kilometer? That's that's about one kilometer, right? Okay. 2.2 kilometers in a mile? Sure, Al. I believe you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know the conversion at all between kilometers and miles. So <laughs> I might be mixing that up with something else. Like, if okay. something is 2.2 in one direction, and I don't know if that's right. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know the, the conversion between miles and the kilometers, so I can't answer this next question, which is also science-y. How far do you have to th- put something in the ocean before it doesn't wash up on shore within, like, maybe half a mile? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I mean, I, I assume they weighted it down. Yeah. I thought, because I couldn't remember what happened... The head that they find towards the end of this episode, or in the middle of this episode, I thought for sure that was Simpson's head, and someone was cleaning up after their sloppy body hiding job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you went dark. Okay, I mean to be fair, it's already well, pretty dark in an episode. Yeah, it's pretty dark, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right. That's. I mean, yeah, that was possible. Um. For some reason, I could have sworn, like, I remember the first time having seen this, I, you know, years ago, I, I could have sworn Simpson's head was cut off, but no, it, it wasn't. So, <laughs> um, like, I was just, I was surprised when seeing the way he died. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, he's, it's not cut off yet. They might, the head might just show up somewhere, but. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. If Jessica didn't throw the body as far as she really could have. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so they're wiping down the car, like, making sure they have no evidence, supposedly, that's what they say, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Really throws me off that Trish isn't wearing gloves, and Jessica has fingerless gloves, so... <laughs> You'd think she, at least Jessica would be better at this, hiding evidence, since she knows where to look for evidence. Uh, yeah, okay. So did they say that they're dumping the car, like, or is it... They're just cleaning the car. I mean, they're. I think they're going to abandon the car, and they're cleaning it because they don't want it to lead to Jessica, who's already on, like, probably watch lists of the NYPD. Okay. All right. Got it. So I, I missed that about the cars. I don't. I don't know. Maybe in a scene off camera, they torched it or something, threw a bunch of gasoline yeah. on it. 
and True. lit a match. Yeah, that's possible. At that point, you really don't have to worry about fingerprints. <laughs> I think you do. I, I think, I feel like if I watched enough episode of Forensic Files, they'd have evidence <laughs> still. Otherwise, what's the point of Forensic Files? <laughs> or Forensics? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Alright, so uh, next thing we see her in, uh, she's going to the hypnotherapist, who I have note that she's like resisting the hypnotherapist, but it's good because he's actually a supervillain, as we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this this could have really changed the season as a whole if uh, if it turned out he was a, a, ther- a hypnotherapist. But then again, they've kind of already done that, so... Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, she, uh, she was hypnotized last season, and Things went really bad for her, so I'm, I'm glad she didn't just give in here. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. She would not want to uh, uh, let that happen again at all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, of course she's not opening up, uh, because that would mean mm-hmm. relinquishing control to another person, which mm-hmm. there's, there's problems with that yeah. for her especially. Yeah, exactly. She has bad history with that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then it would have just been the same season again, and she would have had to become immune to it and then kill him on a pier or something. <laughs> when, I mean, just to be safe, she probably should have killed him right there, just in case. Everyone who might have that kind of power, she's like, ah, you know what? Yeah. No, you you got to go. You're, you're gone. Yeah, okay. I mean, mind control comes up a few times in the MCU. You might as well just be snapping next left and right. I don't disagree. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I can only think of yeah, three instances. Four instances. There are four instances of different types of mind control. But yeah, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Trish tells her to tell him about the meat face person. And her reaction was, uh, meat face people don't exist. Jessica Jones, what universe do you live in? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, listen. What what does she know about right? Like she knows aliens exist. Mm-hmm. They they've shown up and attacked the city she lives in. Yep, that's about uh, it, right? Uh, we know about both the wizard and herself and Kilgrave. So superpowers exist. We know mm-hmm. uh, sentient robots uh, destroying a country exist mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is post. Ultron, mm-hmm. um, parallel or not parallel, but other universes lining up and coming into ours after Thor: The Dark World. Or uh, how pub- I don't know how public that one was, though. Dude, I don't like, think that's part they of the could. I don't think they could keep that quiet. It happened over um, Greenwich, uh, and like they deployed the military. I am sure there are at least cell phone footage of that ice dog running around London. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that part, yeah, but I don't know about the, like, that could have just been another alien invasion. That, that, that's one of the things we never find out in the MCU, right? Like, how much do people know, and why do they know that? Well, I mean, I've got evidence from something that released, I mean, within the last month, uh, the Gar- Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, so I won't bring it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, my point is you can't discount the existence of meat 
pe- meat faced people because <laughs> in the last couple years, everything you knew went out the window. That's my problem also with Indiana Jones. <laughs> After the the uh, Ankara Stones or whatever the stones in Temple of Doom and the Ark of the Covenant, he still doesn't believe that the uh, Holy Grail is possible? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently not. I mean, I haven't seen those. Uh, I did see I the one with the aliens. Um, I'm sorry. So, I mean, I, I feel like, okay, so now you've got magic stuff and aliens? Like, that's yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, just believe everything. Yeah. I know. I mean, and that's after, like, he's dealt with the other three things. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. <sighs> anyway. Indy, we'll talk to you in June when your new movie comes out. Or I will. Al probably will still not see that movie. Or any of them. I'll watch it. It'll, it'll probably end up on Disney+. Plus. I'll watch it then. You know what? The Indiana Jones movies are not on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. I know. Because okay. I wanted to watch them. And I had to... I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark the other day and I had to walk all the way to my office and get the Blu-ray. It was such a hassle. <laughs> Ugh. Well, I might still have the DVDs for the first three. Yeah. I Did I give them to you? I feel like I gave them to you. No. No. no I gave so, you the Alien uh, movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So so what happened with the Indiana Jones movies were uh, I, like right after getting out of college and then moving back to Sacramento, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to watch those movies and my dad had them. So I just borrowed them and I never watched them all and never gave them back so I might still have them here <laughs> yeah well i mean knowing your dad he probably has them on blu-ray and 4k so <laughs> i don't think it's a yep. big deal yep probably <laughs> although there is a bonus disc that you can't watch that documentary anywhere else it's probably on youtube i mean that's yeah, why probably. i still i still have that bonus disc but i sold the other three at like dimple when it still existed cuz i got it on blu-ray <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, really quickly, um, we're talking about Jessica and the mind control guy that she does are get we? controlled by. I thought we were talking oh, about Jones. Oh, are Indiana we? <laughs> oh, just trying to move back, trying to move back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jones, it connects. Oh. They are related. She's a descendant of Indiana, Jessica Jones. All right, keep going. You know what? Sure, why not? I'll, I'll buy that. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, he told her to go to her happy place, and the best she could do is a bar that has free hot dogs. Uh, free hot dogs at a bar? That sounds cool. I yeah. want to go I mean, there. personally, I would go tacos, but yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is, she doesn't have a safe happy place, because even like her childhood has been ruined by what Kilgrave did in season one. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's, I mean, kind of a part of that scene, right? A reminder that she doesn't have anything. Like, I guess best case scenario, hanging out at Trisha's apartment is the closest, maybe. I don't even know if that's true anymore because, like, everything's been tainted. Because even now, she goes to Trisha's apartment and it has evidence of her parents' accident. So she's not happy there anymore at this point. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, oof. So, yeah, the bar. Yeah. Not even Luke's Luke. bar, because Luke's bar exploded. <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying to remember, like, oh, oh, no, she got into a fight at that bar once. And then, yes, the explosion. Okay. Yeah, so it's, um, I can't remember her name, but the one from Daredevil that we talked about, like, last week. That's the bar she goes to now. Yeah, uh, Josie's. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so after this, uh, she's evicted by the super, who I feel like he's a significant enough character I should know his name, but I don't. So, the super. <laughs> yeah, he'll be around for a while. Um, I just have not written down his name. I just keep writing down the super. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which he's bi- he's a big against superpowered people, which is ironic because he's a super himself. But um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get it. If you like, Jessica doesn't bring the safest environment for his kid. Uh, we don't know, or I mean, I'm trying to figure out. Okay. So yeah, she investigates the super later. And we know <laughs> why he's there. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll uh, we'll talk about him later. But yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Alright, so we get this little uh dream sequence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh the point where the writer said, I don't know how she's gonna find the next clue. Maybe a dream will come to her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, woo, woo, I mean, yeah, it kind of works that way in real life, right? Like, there's always the I'm I'm working on this problem, and like then you take a break, you go for a walk, and then you know you clear your mind, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, this. So I guess this is a visual way of representing that. It just feels so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I do have like a breakdown of what all the things mean, but it's like it's pretty obvious. Like Ivy whiskey. Probably because she's an alcoholic, and that's what's letting her cope and stay alive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not Probably. going to go through all of it, but it's like it's a pretty obvious. Like, oh hey, there's a door that she recognized from earlier. She's got to find it again. Of uh, her, and then she's grabbed by the meat person, which actually probably really happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's unfair to call her the meat-faced person. Them, the meat-faced person. Because everyone's face is made out of meat. It's just not ground up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You call them the hamburger face person. There we go. That's that's better. Yeah. That's at least a little bit more descriptive, maybe. And it probably assumes that they have a bun on the face somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, you, you, we can we can work with that, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with your point. Yeah. <laughs> it just needs to be a little different. Yeah, I mean, we don't get a clear, clear look at her. She might have like toasted buns instead of ears. She might be a hamburger face person. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jess returns to IGH, uh, inspired by her dream. She looks at all the different doors. Um, luckily, a lot of office buildings and like buildings in general I've been to have similar doors within it so it's it's lucky that they're all different doors in this building uh so she could recognize which door she needs mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it's obviously the the dirtiest most ominous evil looking door well yeah i mean obviously yeah what's it gonna be like a door with rainbows and sunshine drawn mm. onto it no 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 it's, have yeah. have you seen uh the stranger things 
I realized that as I was as I was saying <laughs> that yes, it was that door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was that door. That is the most traumatic door. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's not like even though IGH did medical experiments on her, it's not this. This wasn't a children's hospital. It's not a child that they experimented on. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was actually impressed by Jessica's investigation skills in this one. Uh. She finds the door slightly sticky, so she uses dust that's conveniently already put in a dustpan and blows it onto the door. Well, I mean, dust just accumulates, so. Well, yeah, but she, it was there to pick up and, like, it looked like a mound <laughs> of dust. It wasn't evenly spread. Uh, all right, fine. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but that is always nice, right? Seeing... Uh, seeing a reminder that you know these these characters with these superpowers are also capable of doing things without their superpowers. Like yeah. this is her job as an investigator, so she's doing that stuff. It's always nice to see. I mean, that's why Iron Man three is my favorite Iron Man movie because it's more of a Tony Stark movie. Also, mm-hmm. I should have watched that because Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So yeah. She finds the name Dr. Leslie Hansen, uh, who's not a comic book character. Although I assumed, like, well, every character in the MCU or in Marvel is a doctor of some sort. So it's like, it was likely that a doctor in this would have been a comic book character. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of PhDs floating around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I watched this on Saturday, right? A couple days ago. We record on Monday, so a couple days ago. Um, And I'm reading a book right now called The Lost Metal about, like, it's a fantasy uh, steampunk book, but it's about two detectives. And the exact same thing happens to Jessica and to them uh, with a slight tweak. But they both go into an apartment looking for somebody and find it clean. A little too clean. And figure out <laughs> something's wrong here. The exact same thing. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> Make it a little dirty if you want to. Obviously, that's like a big tell. That's why I don't clean my house. Yeah, so people know that you actually live there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, unlike the Lost Metal, or I guess fortunately, the house wasn't rigged with a bomb. So, good on them. <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> for like the first... like. 100 pages of lost metal so sorry guys (laughs) yeah um yeah but they they go to the basement or they 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 get the guy from all the um like law and order movies right or law and order tv show episodes it's just like yeah get out i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk about it but i'll give you all this information but not that i want to talk to you (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, it was definitely the well they have nowhere to go next how do they get the next clue well just like you called out earlier with the dream right this is the writer just kind of like all right uh get a little lucky and here you go this is how you find out yeah i feel like this is like the an almost an homage to like the standard uh the standard like network detective show this episode <laughs> yeah okay you can see that i guess yeah looking around trying to find the killer all 
slowly piecing together the clues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get this in season one because season one, she knew it was Kilgrave from like the first moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, go down to the basement because that's where some stuff was taken, and they find in the incinerator a human skull. <gasps> so they take it. Um, well, what at else some point, you do with it? <laughs> at, some point, at some point, there's a line. <laughs> at some point, you call the police. I know she doesn't <laughs> like the police. I know they're the suspector of stuff. But come on. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's and it's not just that. It's also like if you get caught, it looks way worse if you already have this stuff. You know, like the remains of a a person. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, instead of calling the police, they they go straight to the medical examiner, which is great. Except for they like like you mentioned earlier, they use this post-it note. <laughs> and uh plant the thing in and then uses Trish's uh, connections to uh, like get the information from him or get him to like inform them. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely an episode, you know, the more I, we, I think about it, the more we talk about it, it feels like this is just Jessica getting very lucky <laughs> in terms of like, Oh, she just kind of got lucky with getting that information. She kind of got lucky that the username password was on that post-it note. All of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think this might be a little more than luck because Trish obviously knows this guy. He might be a source for other news stories, so he know she knows he's the weak link in <laughs> the medical examiner's office. Go to his office. I don't know if there's more than one, but I mean it's New York City. There has to be more than one. Go to his office when he's on, um. When he's working there, she knows that he's a forgetful type, so he'll probably have a post-it note or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. She's definitely worked with him before, so I guess if if Jessica wasn't able to get in, then <laughs> Trish probably would have figured something else out to to talk to the guy. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll get the reveal of what happened to that later. Uh, she also investigates her superintendent. Uh, what do you think about this scene where she like goes down with his keys to, to his apartment? Um, I mean, I, I guess it's smart. It's it. It, it always feels weird because it's it's one of those things that like yeah, obviously you're gonna get caught, I guess. Um, and then she does get caught, but she figures out exactly what she needed to know, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she wasn't going to be snooping any other way. Uh, I, so I, I guess it works. Yeah. Yeah. It did feel I, weird that she was surprised that the, the kid was in there. Um, that part was like, well, yeah, obviously the kid's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> no, clog the toilet and it's like, leave the call. I'm like, uh, you need to come fix my toilet. And it probably needs little hands. Do you have some of the little hands to come up here? Come on. <laughs> yeah, just, just to be safe just yeah i think that both of you should be up here mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's the best thing really you really want to leave your kid yeah. alone in new york city in the apartment come on yeah, i'm sure it'll be fine yeah this kid is all the time yeah. 
all the time. Um, yeah, so I, <laughs> I like his interaction with the little kid. Uh, I know it's like standard adult who doesn't like kids, uh, fair, but I thought it was still charming. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's as a person, Jessica is still able to talk to people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so she could, she could figure out how to do that with, with the kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, as someone who works with kids, I always laugh when people are awkward around kids. I'm like, come on. They're barely formed humans. You can't embarrass yourself in front of a kid that young. <laughs> or you can, but it really doesn't matter because a child's opinion of you does not matter. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something took me a long time to realize as a teacher. It's like they don't have to like you. <laughs> exactly. Either way, they're going to throw up on you. Mm-hmm. All of them. It's like, yeah. I just wear a poncho every day to work, just because. Mm-hmm. You spend yeah. a lot of money on ponchos. Yep, because I'm not reusing that after they throw up on me. <laughs> yep. Uh, so she finds out that uh, he's an artist, um, and that he also makes fake uh, passports for people. So, yeah. Also, he points yeah. out how alone she is. <laughs> Which is true, but rude. Yeah, he's he's a really good forger, at least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she she put two and two together really quickly, right? With the uh, that he probably made a like, or considering his arrest was for fake uh, checks, that he probably made a fake uh, passport. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's one of the skills as a private eye that she has is like making these leaps of logic. Which most people wouldn't be able to. Um, so, next part, if we want to move on. Uh, next part, Hogarth comes to talk to Jessica. But I kind of want to talk about that in the Hogarth section. Because it's more her-centric. Yeah, that works for me. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, so she, after Trish makes contact with... Hanson, which we'll talk about later, just goes to meet with this Dr. Hanson. Um, so yeah, she was supposedly a doctor who siphoned, or just believes that she was a doctor who siphoned off patients to the IGH. Uh, like herself and the wizard and meat-faced person. <laughs> Yeah. Really looking forward to getting a name for Meat Face Person. Uh, I think that's their super villain name. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Well, uh, great. It's either the Meat Man or the Meat Girl, because, you know, it was probably made in the 70s and it was very sexist. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Or if it was more modern, it could be just the Patty, <laughs> something gender neutral. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the quarter pounder. Uh-huh. The quarter pounder. Oh, I like that because the hamburger and, uh, well, she beats people probably and hurts them. So the quarter pounder, I get it. Mm. Ah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. All right. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, so apparently Jessica was, life was saved, uh, and the powers were a side effect. So, cool side effects. That's that's (laughs) cool, yeah, that is an awesome side effect. Like, I I mean, it's cool that she's alive. Um, Well, she doesn't think so. (laughs) uh, True, yeah, I mean, granted she has, what, 20 years of a horrible life afterward because the rest of her family's gone. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and this actually does kind of explain a little bit, right? Like if you remember back in, I think it was, I think, yeah, actually it was last week's episode uh, when she, when Jessica goes to that funeral um, and then mm-hmm. the, the, the soldier that she was talking to was like, that guy really liked, uh, what was his name? Kozla, right? Dr. Kozla. And like, I guess that explains more so why, you know, that guy really loved the doctor because that doctor was actually doing good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jessica just kind of ended up on the uh, bad side of it. The, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She ended up on the bad side of like Simpson who was not following his doctor's uh, directions with his pills. Yeah, that too. Yeah, exactly. I, I meant more like, uh, Jessica was more on the um, probably illegal experimentation side of things, um, you know, before things were a little more on the up and up, I bet. Um, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, those, true. yeah, those soldiers, at that point, they probably had, you know, better paperwork done and that kind of stuff. And so as a result, things were a little bit nicer overall, right? And they also knew about it. They were probably told, like, hey, this is what we're going to try to do. And then they said, okay, cool. Versus Jessica, uh, having been dead, didn't say anything. That's true. And also, like, she had no family and there was no consent given uh, mm-hmm. for this experience. As yeah. far, yeah. yeah. So Jess says she probably should let her die. And this makes uh, Dr. Hansen very angry. Mm hmm. Yeah. And she, like, displays strength, like, as strong, if not stronger, than Jessica. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's surprising. Yeah. Yeah, you know, actually, just kind of t- taking a step back with the whole Jessica being revived again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, what, the third thing we've seen in the MCU where you could just be brought back to life, right? We've seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, using Cree blood, they can bring yes. a person back to life. Uh, we saw... Oh, what was the other one I was just about to reference? Um, oh, uh, the um, the hand has that ability. Okay. Uh, yeah. And now and now this. Um, and in every situation, it's always really bad. Uh, you know, I guess when Coulson was brought back to life, he started having all those visions and everything to, <laughs> to find the Cree city. Or the ship, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, with the hand, it's... You know, I, I don't know, but Electra was all messed up. So there's yeah, something it, up there. <laughs> it definitely takes away her humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's possible. Maybe that's what happened here. Maybe that's... It may be part of this season of, you know, writing and directing it. You know, they, they wanted to play that up a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like maybe it was kind of like a one-off line. They wanted to make it sound more dramatic. Yeah. I mean, I think out of the three of them, Jessica actually 
it was the best case scenario out of those three things. The problem mm-hmm. is Jessica just had so much trauma at the cause of her death and the afterwards. It's like it definitely messed her up. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. The wizard. I mean, if he wasn't like stalked and killed, he seemed. No, he had it was an on an, 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 uh, He was on antipsychotics, so never mind. I was gonna say yeah. he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was on, what, 1,200 milligrams, which I remember us thinking at the time was a crazy amount of any kind of pill, I guess. Yeah. True. True. So, Mm -hmm. I guess he's not fine. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, other instances of people coming back to life, which is, like, it's Marvel. It's gotta be, like, more. But, like, I think of Asgardians, like, Loki faking his death or... uh, Mm -hmm. Thor, like, getting his hammer or the axe, but, like, that's Asgardian stuff, so it doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to, you can kind of, sort of say Captain America uh, in the ice, yeah. but, I mean, he he wasn't dead, so it's not the same. No, he was in suspended animation, so, yeah, I, <laughs> just like Fitz, honestly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, do we have anything else for Jessica that we want to talk about? Uh, just looking through my notes. No, I think we're all good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so are we yeah. ready for a break? Yeah, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, when you're out on the town after a few drinks, what do you want more than anything else? Um, I'm sad to say, like a quarter pounder, but after we had that discussion, I'm not sure I want it anymore. (laughs) That's right, hot dogs, which is why I know your favorite bar is the one and only free hot dogs with purchase of two or more drinks bar. Why is it so great? You should know this. The name says it all. So one more time, the name of the bar is Free Hot Dogs with Purchase of Two or More Drinks Bar. They have a whiskey drink. They have a vodka drink. But they don't have any songs because that would be copyright infringement. Yep. Now, I don't have to say much else because as the only bar in town, their premise is simple. All you have to do is buy two drinks or more, and you get free hot dogs for the duration of your stay. Are they good hot dogs? No. Do they have condiments? Yes, for a small upcharge. But the hot dogs are free, and that's the important part, which is why their name is Free Hot Dogs with Purchase of Two or More Drinks Bar. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get free hot dogs with a purchase of three or more drinks. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I it's better than it used to be. Trust me. the uh, The owner uh, hates me, but you know we we've gotten it down to three drinks or more for that. So cool. Nice. Is the theme Chumba Wumba songs? No, it is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad you did get that reference. Sometimes I'll throw things in there, references, yeah. and I have no idea if anyone even knows I'm making a reference to something. And I'm just like, I just have a weird section of the ad that just sounds stupid out of context. Well, I mean, that's probably true for like at least half of them. Just because I don't get all the references. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Okay. (laughs) All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you, to what end 
Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. So should we promote Hogarth to guy in the chair? Yes. Was she? Was she not? Was she a she villain? Was, I had her in. We talked about her in villains just because she was working with Price. So it was like at that point oh. she was antagonist. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. All right. So, uh, Doctor Hanson, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I Doctor Hanson and IGH because we don't know how much she was involved. But yeah, and, and also I, we're not sure. I mean, she's. And she's, she's not, not Dr. Hansen. Dr. Hansen. Yeah, we, we got to stop calling her that. Um, well, yeah. who, who, what? we don't have a name for her. So, a.k.a. Dr. Hansen. Okay, that works. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and IGH. Uh, she was doing experiments to edit genetics to save lives, or people were. We don't know how involved she is, so this is hard. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so one thing she mentions is there are, uh, powers were side effects, rare interactions from certain DNA, DNA triggering powers. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot like so far the mutants we have in the MCU. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, one, um, Miss Marvel is her, uh, those bracelets, those bangles were triggering mm-hmm. her powers and, Another mutant who I can't talk about uh, had his uh, powers triggered by like exposure to um, to another material. We can't talk about it. It's not out yet. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, out, but it's right. not released yet. But yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like there's no reason why Jessica wouldn't be a mutant. <laughs> that's that's a good point. If they just want to start padding the the numbers of mutants that exist, like that's very possible to do that i mean they could also do the same thing with luke cage right like he was yeah an experiment kind of the you know similar concept um i mean there were a few other mutants also or well other characters that um you could probably make the same case for that they have not said are mutants it hasn't mm-hmm. become obvious like uh, kate bishop as soon as she was exposed to uh, actually meeting jeremy renner she upgraded to having superpowers no, um, not not Clint Barton, but Jeremy Renner. Yes, specifically, yeah, the actor, not the okay, cool. not the character, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, like Spider Man was definitely not a mutant in the comics. In fact, I like that in House of M, when mutants were on top in that parallel dimension, he pretended to be mutant and didn't want to secret out that he wasn't. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but using this logic, I'm arguing with my own logic right here. Using this <laughs> logic, all inhumans, because they had a new thing introduced to them and it triggered their powers. Yeah, that's true. Well, their genes are different, right? Don't they have double the chromosomes versus 
Yeah, maybe not. I don't know if double the chromosomes is right, but they do have additional stuff. Okay, they had double something. I remember it being specifically okay. double. Yeah, but I don't. I don't remember something about the DNA was doubled. Well, um, I mean, like this. She says rare interactions from certain DNA triggered the powers. Oh, okay. So th- this could have been. She could also be an inhuman. I mean, I guess yeah. with that logic, That's true. yeah. <laughs> the only thing is, like, they don't say that she got a big cocoon. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, the my other theory having to do with IGH and Doctor Hansen uh, proper, uh, I believe, and there are very little evidence to support this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Doctor Hansen was working with AIM on a different version of Extremis. Mm-hmm. Try try and bring people back. Like maybe not the exact same because Extremis is based on Doctor Maya Hansen's stuff. Another Hansen. <gasps> it's all coming it's together. All coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I have notes like it's similar. Uh, like same goals. Like we want to help people like survive injuries but it's like same way how super soldier serum and gamma radiation uh a banner stuff were like same goals based going off um of different research so yeah it it makes sense you know i mean in real life that's how that works right like yeah Mm -hmm. you want to see what are the different ways we can do this cool thing maybe this other way is cheaper or safer or something right yeah doesn't cause people to explode still gives them superpowers though but Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You know, pros and cons, right? You know, there maybe there are times where you do want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all. I, is there anything else you have for AKA Dr. Hansen or <laughs> Dr. The, the skull formerly known as Dr. Hansen? Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's it. She was very little part of this, uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she also knocks, knock him down. As she's leaving, and someone gets a paparazzi guy gets a photo of her. So, oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. an important part. <laughs> yep. All right, moving on to guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Who should we start with? Uh, let's start with Trish. Okay. Um, she takes all Simpson's stuff, his supplies and his weapons, uh, mm-hmm. which actually does lead to a scene where she walks out uh, with a giant gun ready to see who she's meeting with. <laughs> that's right. Wait, that's next um, episode. Actually, I think that's next episode. <laughs> Oh, you're right. That was okay. All right. So um, she keeps mm-hmm. Simpson supplies and weapons. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, <laughs> but it's like it shows her weakness, like her inferiority complex. F- first of all, she's dealing with a meat-faced person who probably has super strength. Uh, uh-huh. But, um, yeah, she's like she doesn't have powers. So she needs to compensate for that the same way like uh, Karen does in Daredevil or. I mean, anyone who uses guns, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Another way she wants to be a superhero, she wants to do the whole, I'm breaking up with you to protect you speech, like we hear many times, mostly in 
Spider-Man, but probably in other things. Uh, because she yeah. tries to break up with Griffin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it 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 shows up a lot. Oh, um, um, Ghost Rider. That happened. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, yeah, but those all those movies, the <laughs> the like early two thousands uh, Marvel movies were all like basically based off of Spider Man, like Daredevil. <laughs> well, I mean, no, Daredevil had his girlfriend was a superhero too, so. He should have broke up with her because she died. (laughs) Ah, that would have saved her. It's okay. She came back. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um, No, like, let's see. She was after, I'm trying to remember. She was after Bullseye because Bullseye killed her dad. So, no, that wouldn't have saved her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, fine. Uh, Batman Begins. That's true. Um, Also, she died. But yeah, but I, he did it for the same motivation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like Trish is trying to do here, but it fails. Yeah. Are you surprised that Jessica approves of Griffin? Because both Trish and I were. <laughs> I. So um, Trish actually has a response right after that. She says that yeah, like now, like because she loves him, obviously. Now she's worried he has some sort of deep, dark secret that she doesn't know about. Basically like Simpson and Mm -hmm. I guess a handful of other men that she's dated in the past that we don't know about. So, I mean, a little. uh, But then again, Jessica basically saying, yeah, I looked into him. I didn't find anything. That just still feels like, like I in the audience am being set up for something. That's true. But also, he could just be a good guy, and they're setting him up for like a untimely death. That's also possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is not a spoiler because I don't remember what happens. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a spoiler. He's not in season three, so oh, I don't yeah, remember, I remember that. So, oh, sorry. Oh well, I, mm-hmm. I remember what happens to Trish. What happens to Trish is not copacetic with what if Griffin was still in this picture. So that's true. Yeah, um, but really have absolutely no idea what would happen with this guy like he genuinely might die or not maybe he just leaves maybe they argue a lot given the i mean given the way trish is acting um she (laughs) she gets all gung-ho about things at times so i could see that being a a big drag i don't know i don't know also like mm -hmm. i mean well we'll just talk about griffin right here right Uh, because (laughs) uh Skipping a little stuff, we'll come back to it. Right before uh, before sexy time with Trish, he copies like documents off of her computer, either the video of Wizard or her research or both, and <laughs> he's working for someone else or with someone else. So that's probably not good news for their re- relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it could be something bad. It could be something good. You don't know. Maybe he's trying to figure out her ring size or something like that. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I genuinely don't know. But yeah, given the way that the show works, most likely it's bad. It's something nefarious. Yeah. Did I mean, I I never found looking through my wife's computer documents or my girlfriend at the time good to find her ring size for an engagement ring. I mean, I looked and looked and looked, and it was nowhere to be found. So, 
maybe you have a different experience than I do. Uh, no, no. I just had to look at our fridge because we'd been dating for five years and she had her ring sizes on our fridge for like the last two of the Yeah, but she wasn't hinting at anything, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was just like, in case, I can't think of anything good. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In case she gets kidnapped and they cut off one of her fingers, you had to make sure it was hers. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, so on Griffin's advice, she uses her platform as a radio host to um, get a hold of uh, Dr. Hansen or to get information on Dr. Hansen and Dr. Hansen calls her. Yeah, yeah, she puts out that blast to everyone. Like, hey, I want information about this person, anyone, just call in. Yep. And uh, it worked It worked really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does because she, uh, well, no. Someone gets a hold of her on behalf of Dr. Hansen because we know by the end of the episode, unless it was a skull, unless she's Ghost Rider. No, Ooh. no, Ro- Robbie uh, Reyes is Ghost Rider. Never mind, I take it back. Okay. It was. Right. I was thinking it was likely a burnt skull. Obviously, Brain <laughs> goes Ghost Rider. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that's just how that works, right? They they go one and they they go hand in hand. Bird Skull, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, so she's going to go meet with him, and Jessica stops her by calling the paparazzi, uh, which was smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she, like, with Trish and probably Malcolm now, I feel like Jessica's now Batman. She has contingency plans for all her um, people, but not to kill them, <laughs> to make sure they stay out of her way. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's yeah. definitely an unhealthy thought process. I'll oh, go with definitely. That. <laughs> I mean, Jessica's skills uh, are not in uh, coping healthily. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, she tries to sneak out later with Malcolm and gets caught by the paparazzi. But we'll deal with the fallout with that next episode. Uh, anything else for Trish? Uh, nope. No, that's it. Uh, I had uh, Trish's boyfriend separate, but everything I wanted oh. to say about him, we already talked about. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. One thing about Griffin that I didn't mention is I mm-hmm. like that he says he needed to think for a while, but apparently he just needed like a couple hours. Not like <laughs> we're on a break. Ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And that's not what she's used to. I mean, it's kind of what she calls out too earlier, right? She's like, oh, man, he's actually a good guy. So now I'm questioning everything about him. And he's like, just like a competent person. Yeah, she, <laughs> Which yeah, I, I mean, is not what as she far as she knows, he's a good person. Apparently he's not because, or, or he's looking for her ring size. I, I can't mm-hmm. judge you. Yep, yep, that's true. That's true. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. We I got Malcolm and Hogarth. Who do we want to talk about next? Let's go with Malcolm, because he's at least a little bit more tied with these other characters in this episode. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot for him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly his investigation in the new uh, Super. Uh, mm-hmm. Goes to the owner. He gets sent to the owner, right? Uh, with Jessica's contingency plan of in the hopes that the owner will seduce, will... 
Does he want Mal? Does she want Malcolm to seduce the owner, or just be <laughs> eye candy? I I assumed it was just the eye candy. Okay. Because <laughs> I think Malcolm like, would have to be in on that. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's why. Like, if, he he would have to say things differently. Maybe show up without a shirt. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe with a pizza. I don't know. I don't know how to seduce people. Yeah. But pizza, <laughs> long way into seducing me. <laughs> I will keep that in mind, Tony. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, guess he's a little pissed <laughs> off about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I don't have a lot for Malcolm this episode. Yeah, he, he didn't do too much. I mean, we, we talked about that. And then at the end of the episode, he is really bad at keeping Trish in her apartment because that's what Jessica told him to do. Mm-hmm. No, he told, it, yeah. she, she told him to, I think the phrase was like, sit on her, like make sure she didn't leave his sight. At least that's how he interpreted it. She needs to be more mm-hmm. exact in her wording. That's true. Yes. Yeah. A lot better. I mean, I, I've, uh, I've told this story before. Um, so there's this episode of, uh, eh, it's fine. Uh, justified. Um, show that yeah. i thought was really good um and in the episode there's like a, a you know bad guy uh, let, let's say mob boss type of person um basically That's he's good. going to shake someone down for money uh and so he brings a a new guy with him and like as an enforcer right someone for the muscle right to be the mm-hmm. intimidating person so they get there they get into the guy's place and then then the guy gives up the money and then so boss guy says to the, the muscle like all right take care of him uh, and uh, so this guy, he's new. He doesn't know what that means. So he shoots him. Like that's not that's not what he meant. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't 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 take care of him. Take care of him. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. New guys. Malcolm. I guess Malcolm's not a new guy. How long do you think he's been working for Jess? Well, I guess I, I mean I'm kind of assuming that it's ever since the end of the that previous season, yeah, or somewhere around that, which I don't year. know how long it's been. Yeah, okay, sure, a year. Okay, yeah. All we know, like from the context, is like we know from, or I know from, like the writers and stuff. This happened after Age of Ultron, but the first one happened mm-hmm. before Age of Ultron, and we know the Defenders happened in between. So, do we, we know how long? <laughs> do we know how long Trish and Griffin have been dating? Did they say? I don't think so. Ah, I'm okay. look it up. <laughs> All right, because that that would be at least part of it, right? Because she definitely met uh, Griffin afterwards, um, after the events of that first season. So yeah. Um, no, I don't know who this is. Okay, it try- apparently there's some other show or something. It's Trisha and Griffin, and I kept trying to <laughs> autocorrect me. Okay. I have no idea who they are, so all right. Uh, either way, I don't, I don't think it matters that much. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll true. find out. We'll, we'll get a – I'm sure at some point someone will say something. Or, or never, Not, and we'll just yeah. Yeah, be forced to assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't – I do not know. Um. Yeah. The wiki doesn't okay. say in a quick scan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. 
Uh, Hogarth. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess we should run through this quickly. We are running a little long. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We find out, or the partners found out, and we find out that she has ALS. Mm-hmm. Um, it's finally is, announced what she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those who don't know, it's the same disease uh, Stephen Hawking had, the kind of generative muscle control neurological disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to push her out. So she needs all the help she can get. She's rounding up all her friends. Oh, wait, no, she rejects Foggy out of hand and has no one else in her life. Um, yeah, God, immediately. Foggy's like, you know, I can help you. She's like, no, angry, uh, leave. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So I guess, like, going to Jessica is, like, Jess is the closest thing she has to a friend, at least the longest-term relationship that's still on good terms. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I yeah, even though Jessica doesn't really want to work for Hogarth anymore, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I don't know. I guess in, on one sense, maybe Hogarth sees a little bit of herself in Jessica, in that Jessica is good at her job and and they doesn't black care hair. about. Yeah, yeah. There you go, black hair. Yep. And then they both don't care about other people really that's true that's this is a lot between this episode and next episode there are a lot of parallels to what jessica's afraid of becoming just completely alone and bitter and well Hmm. not rich she's not afraid of that because that's not happening but the other stuff (laughs) yeah exactly yeah um so she wants dirt on the partners and jess says all right because she tears up prices. Um, I don't know what she tears up because I don't know enough about lawyering. Uh, <laughs> the court papers. Summons, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She tears. She tears up the suing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> no more suing. All right. Uh, anything else for our guys in the chair? No, no, we think we covered that pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. How about twelve uh, percent of the plan? Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent of credit. Twelve percent. An argument can be made for fifteen. Twelve percent. Well, I my baby did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm twelve minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. Twelve percent. Twelve percent. <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Nothing for me. Uh, I just noticed something. Um, mm-hmm. I think Jessica's house, her 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 apartment, is maybe one of the most iconic uh, locations in the MCU. I just like, what I really mean? appreciate the set design. It's just like... You see that desk, or you see that door from the other side, like her facing the door, and you know exactly mm-hmm. where you are more than like most other sets in the MCU. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. like a, as a, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Even in Agents of Shield, I'm never sure what uh, what plane they're in. When yeah, they're in a plane. <laughs> like they only have two, but I keep forgetting. I think they used to have a like, third. Yeah, yeah. There's no. 
like all the Avengers places, there's nothing as iconic because they don't like stay in the Avengers compound long enough or stay in Stark Tower long enough. I maybe Tony's garage from the first three Iron Man movies or his workshop. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of locations where like we've seen them enough that we remember them immediately, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, with something like with Jessica's apartment, like you see that and you you also know what it is, right? It's mm-hmm. she's a PI. It helps that there's a sign that says she's a PI, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it might be because it like that layout of a PI's office is also iconic in film. Like I have seen a very few noir movies. I've seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I've seen the Maltese Falcon and I've seen those holodeck episodes of Star Trek. And those are the mm-hmm. three PI things I've seen other than Jessica Jones, but they all have that same layout of bed and one they live in their office, their desk facing the door. Yeah. It's very iconically a PI's office. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like this is one of those things that because it's so iconic, you can ask a random person on the street to like describe it and you would get this. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, read the episode, Al. Okay. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how many burnt skulls are you giving this episode? (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna give this one three um you know i overall in general i tend to like the netflix stuff less just because there's there's so dense right there's a lot that Mm -hmm. happens and then we talk about it and i like them more because you know reflecting on it it's it's better It's, it's one of those kinds of shows um and so like that mix always just messes with me yeah (laughs) um but yeah I'll, i'll i'll go with with that nice middle of the road three that's basically it how about you yeah um i actually had a note that this is my favorite episode of jessica jones overall so far like our first season one and season two so far Mm um with like i had a 4.5 but as we discussed and talked about like the the kind of like luck that she had i will put it down to a four (laughs) like the dream thing and that guy from the law and order episode so I put it down to a four. I still really enjoyed it. I really like Jessica actually just being a PI. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had fun with this. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, that would be great if we saw her do more PI stuff, sneaking around, taking pictures of people. We, we, we actually do see a decent amount of that, but yeah. Yeah, if I remember correctly, season three is a lot of that too. It's just season one oh, cool. and Defenders aren't. Okay, all right. Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Hey, everyone. Uh, This was episode three from season two of Jessica Jones. Uh, Next week, we will keep it going with episode four uh, titled AKA God Help the Hobo. In the meantime, please. I said God help him. That's right. Yep. In the meantime, please follow us uh, on Twitter. We're at MCU underscore rewind. And uh, it'd be awesome if you can give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Um, we just made, uh, I just made an account on Podchaser, uh, so I, I think we have it claimed. 
that's it. I don't know how to use it, but give us a rating on Podchaser. That's a popular one. Anyway, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. So